0: Hello everybody, welcome to week 10 of the Pretty Crazy Podcast. Week
1: 10, let's do it again. Oh!
0: oh. I never know what he's gonna use.
1: Yeah, you never know what I'm gonna say. Oh my gosh. I'm just gonna be
0: sassy. Just a sassy little, little just girl. Just a sassy little girl. Oh. Well, here we are in, uh, middle of March. Middle of March! Coronavirus going strong.
1: Going strong.
0: I hope um, if y'all are in quarantine that you're doing well and you haven't murdered your family members yet.
1: Yeah, it's about to happen. It's about to go down.
0: (laughs) There's about to to be a lot of people who learn a lot of stuff about people.
1: That they don't want to
0: know. That they don't want to know. I work at a bank, so I am required to go to work during this time. I'm one of those people that I'm really holding the economy together right now.
1: Yeah, you're the one.
0: Us, like me... And my uh, fellow bankers, grocery store people, and uh, take out food services.
1: Take out food services, yes.
0: I mean, obviously, yes. the people like police, nurses, Power doctors, to the yeah. fire departments. But I they mean, do that every day. But they're like always really important.
1: Yeah. Well, um, and they just, know
0: that. are just important now. So besides, you know, those people who are always important... It's really the bankers and the grocery stores that are really holding this shit together.
1: Yeah, I mean, what would we do without our to- toilet paper?
0: <laughs> but let me tell you this. You can online bank.
1: <laughs> yeah, you can. You can deposit checks, too. You
0: know. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. So we went to drive through only um, because, I mean, really, if you think about it, banks are one of the dirtiest places in the world. It doesn't seem like Other it... than the strip clubs. Yeah, true. But those strip clubs bring their money to the bank. <laughs> true so it's true. we touch all the you're more diversified yeah so if one of us filled. gets sick the entire planet gets sick um so treat your bankers nicely <laughs> tip your banker you cannot tip us we are not allowed to accept it you can give them a tip
1: oh oh okay here we go for week 10 what's the subject oh we'll see oh uh, we'll see we'll okay see. i, see I got
0: an is. announcement to make first
1: oh what's the announcement
0: So, the big announcement. Yeah. Is that one of the only listeners we have? Yeah. Also, my best friend. Yeah. Um and her boyfriend is Jason's best friend. Yeah. Well, they got engaged! Oh my goodness! Congratulations! Jason's pretending like he didn't know this while I was freaking out next to him yesterday. <laughs> and um, Amanda's one of the people who listen, Um, so congrats, you guys. Um, you yeah, guys. But she told me and I was like, no you didn't. I really thought she was fucking with me, like I really, really did.
1: No, nope, I believed it.
0: But, okay, so let me tell you a quick little story about Amanda and Mike. Yeah? Besides the fact that they are... Um, Amanda has been one of my best friends since I was in 10th grade, or 9th grade, she was in 10th grade, and Jason has been, um, best friends with Mike since... 10th grade. 10th grade. Yeah. Um, so about the same amount of time, because... Yeah. I mean, you're a little younger, so, yeah, here are there, but anyways, um, so they met a few years ago, because, I mean, obviously, best friends of both of us, um, and I could tell they liked each other, but, uh... Mike had another relationship. And then Amanda ended up moving to Oregon. And then Mike had another relationship. And um, I thought neither of them were good enough for him. So then um, one time he was drunk at another friend Mike's party last last March. And um, asked if it would be okay if, you know, him and Amanda could talk. And the rest is the rest of history and then he moved there you know or late last year and i guess everything's sunshine daisies and roses besides being quarantined and um basically afraid they're gonna die yeah i mean what else can you ask for exactly just not dying it's like i mean whenever we are in the future you know in like 30 years we're gonna look back at 2020 and be like hey remember how australia was on fire and how um, we almost thought we were going to go to war, and um, there was that pandemic. Yeah, I remember. So that's going to be, like, literally. And then we're going to be like, remember in 2021, whenever 8 million babies were born? Oh,
1: 8 million babies.
0: So all these people are going to get it on, and then they're going to hate each other for the rest of the two weeks. And It's true. You know. They're going to run out of condoms. The last time that me and Jason were forced to be together <laughs> day in and day out for uh was on our honeymoon for 10 days and i mean there were a couple times i thought about throwing you off the ship oh you thought about throwing me off the ship i thought about throwing you into the engine room (laughs) see no i didn't (laughs) i didn't throw him off the ship so What i had to swim all the way back to shore (laughs) um but i think i think that if we got quarantined at this point which again i'm a banker like never gonna happen um we would be fine yeah we'd be fine Yeah, I mean, we might have to get creative with food, but... um, Would you know my
1: dirty little secrets?
0: I know everything about you already. Do you? Yeah. Um, I think we'd be fine. We'd just watch a lot of Netflix. And chill. And chill. Okay. We have enough, um, you know, bulk items that we're not going to miss out on some toilet paper, paper towels, cleaning supplies, so... It's true. It's true. I wouldn't mind two weeks off.
1: <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice.
0: But... Just to make sure we don't pass it to anybody. Um. So okay, so ma- the story about uh, Amanda and Mike. They, um, one of Amanda's favorite things in the whole world, and I think that I think that Mike also appreciates this because of The Walking Dead, are zombies. Zombies. But here's the thing, I fucking hate. Like the zombies, like Walking Dead zombies, and like, uh, like Night of the Living Dead zombies. I think they're stupid. Um, sorry, everybody. <laughs> so but, great, um, you're
1: you're really touting this this episode up.
0: No, no, but this is about the Haitian zombies. Oh. Okay. So like the original story of zombies before they got you know, into mainstream media and became ridiculous to me. Oh okay. But, I mean, to be fair...
1: The OG zombie.
0: OG zombies. I am terrified of vampires, and I know that they're, you know, fictional creatures. So I get why people, you know, like zombies. I just... I don't... I don't personally like them. Yeah. I tried watching The Walking Dead. I watched, like, five seasons of it, and I was like, I literally want the zombies to eat all of these people. Like, you're rooting for the zombies. (laughs) Yay! Bees! Zombies! Okay, um... Do you know anything about the Haitian zombies?
1: I know that they're Haitian. Well, good start. I know. That's like half the story. That is. The other start is that they're zombies.
0: (coughs) That cough was not because of a pandemic. It's because there is um, pollen fucking everywhere. Yeah, it
1: coated my car. Yeah,
0: it coated my car too. So I am having some pretty bad allergies. Um, No breathing problems or anything. Just... Okay, so... There I have like two main sources. Um the one source I'm gonna get into later because it has theories behind zombies. Um but so the main theory that I the my, main story I have is um written by Brent Swancer. It looks Swank. like Dancer with an SW. Swanser, Um called The Mysterious Real Zombies of Haiti. And um, it was on the Mysterious Universe website. Ooh. So pretty much all the information I got is from there, except for the stuff we're going to talk about in a little bit. Um, so if there's anything that sounds good, it was probably his, and I'm just basically relaying it to you.
1: <laughs> Summing it up with little cliff notes.
0: Summon it up. Melissa notes. So, um, okay, so obviously a zombie is um, a corpse that was reanimated. Um, and these were reanimated by a a bokor, I'm going to say. B-O-K-O-R. Bokor. Oh. Bokor. Bokri. Bokor or Bokor. Bokor. Uh, in okay. my head, it's a bokor. Okay. So I am sorry if there's any people who know <laughs> how to pronounce people. this. <laughs> but I'm going to say Bokor. Um, these were basically voodoo priests and shamans. Um, and then basically zombies were used for manual labor. Oh, sounds sounds good. Yeah, like, it's not what I thought at all. <laughs> um, and then, so, back in the day, whenever Haiti was first created, um, it was called, and this is French, but, like, I tried listening to how to pronounce it, and it just was not working out, but it's Saint-Domingue, but I feel like I'm making that sound more Spanish than French. Um, and I And I could not make it, I listened to it a bunch of times online, and... French is not my language.
1: <laughs> it is the language. So it's bro. like Domingue.
0: I think maybe like Domingue. Uh, I'm not sure. But Santo Domingo is how it's pronounced now. Um, and that's Hispaniola, the, the island. So it's half Haiti, half um, the Dominican Republic. Okay. You d- Did you know that? No. Oh, okay. So it's like, you know where it's at. Yeah. Okay. It's not far. I would love to go there.
1: Oh, yeah? Well, Haiti. I'd Haiti to be there.
0: Haiti is... Um, I I know it's very impoverished, um, and so is I. And so the Dominican Republic, I think, it's a lot more visitors from the United States, kind of like the Bahamas. So it's a little bit more um, developed. Yeah. But I think Haiti just kind of had a a bad shake at life. <laughs> um, so un, while it was under French control, um, that's when the slaves happened. <laughs> Damn so, French. Yeah. So the slave or the slaves were taken from Africa in order to work in, um, the sugar cane plantations, which, um, I can imagine would be a really, really hard work because sugar cane, you know, with like that really intense, machete. yeah, machete type of labor. So, um, there was about, what did they say? Oh, so about half the workforce was um, worked to death within a few years. So that just kind of created, like, a, a more intense importing of slaves. So it's a very small country, but they were just having slaves just nonstop because they were just working them to literal death.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then, so having zombies to do slave labor of the, of the um, African slaves that's basically what happened was they worked them to death and then they reanimated them to work after death. <laughs> like how fucked up is that? <clears throat> that?
1: Makes sense though. I mean, you're not going to let a good corpse go to waste. I guess. If you have the power to do it.
0: <laughs> so, um, it, Zood- voodoo is believed to be practiced by about 80 to 90% of Haitians um as a religion and under this there are two ways to die. So there's natural and unnatural. Natural Illness, unnatural murder yeah okay, pretty straightforward, yeah, pretty straightforward. Um, unnatural deaths were actually more vulnerable um, as the souls could be trapped in bottles called zombie without an e, astral, so like these were like the things that hold, held the soul, and um from what I can imagine is if you have you seen the princess and the frog no. Have you seen, because that does have voodoo in it, because um, it's in New Orleans, but um, have you seen Anastasia? No. Jesus. <sighs> They're both amazing movies. They're so good. I'm going to make you watch them. But okay, so the what I think of is in Anastasia, Rasputin is a zombie, and he has this like green tube, and it's like glowing, it's like a glowing green tube with like, like creepy like baddie demon fig figures on it and basically it holds his soul. Okay. And spoiler alert, this movie came out in nineteen ninety seven or something. Um, Anastasia steps on it at the end and whenever she steps on it, that's whenever on, like that's whenever Rasputin dies and he turns to dust. Like he turns into a skeleton then to dust. Okay. It's pretty graphic from um, a children's movie. That does sound pretty graphic. But um oh that's one of my favorite movies. Okay, so that's kind of what I'm imagining these things to be, like they're holding the soul. Um <clears throat> And like these like like voodoo priests would hold them, like hold on to them and like basically control these people through this this little like bottle or jar.
1: The voodoo that you do.
0: <laughs> so well. Um, so usually bidding was through slave labor, but they also used um zombies sometimes for enemy attacks and uh dark magic. Well yes. I but mean if you have The darkest of the magics. The darkest of the magics. Um, there were times that a bokor would punish somebody like a normal person by changing them into a zombie, and sometimes they would sell zombies to others, like Ooh. other bokors. So, I feel like that would be you. Be like, I collected seven bokors. I will give them to you for a price, cause it's not easy. like Tell there's a... about tree fitting. <laughs> so I mean, I guess, like you can be like the collector of. Of uh, zombies.
1: I wanna be the very best.
0: Oh, <laughs> well, it's like Pokemon.
1: Gotta catch them all.
0: Can you imagine like like them like trading cards? Like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... I got the big biggest bocor. <laughs> no, like the biggest zombie. Because Bocorse are the guys oh. that are trading them. Well,
1: I'll I'll catch the guys that are trading them.
0: <laughs> but can you imagine like oh no 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 I want I want Chad over there and you're like oh no 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 I need I Nick. want Steve Can <laughs> you just collect them all?
1: Yeah, I'll collect them all.
0: Collect them all um okay so in order there this is very rare but but if there is a bokor that is powerful enough to um steal the soul from a an alive person there's like very particular steps that they have to follow and that would be that the the bokor would place a hex on the person and that person would like mysteriously become ill and then die oh man Um, so the family would, like, go through, like, the proper, you know, channels of pronouncing them dead. Like, I guess a doctor would look at them and say, like, yeah, they're dead. They would hold a burial, um, where the body would be placed in a tomb either above the ground or, like, in a uh, semi-buried, um, like, tomb. Kind of how it is anywhere that there's, like, an island. Because, like, you're at, you really can't dig down six feet. (laughs) Yeah. Because, um, well, sea level.
1: Those kind of crypts are the creepiest to me.
0: I think so, too. And this is probably why. (laughs) Um, Because the body would be stolen a few days later and then reanimated. Yay! And I feel like that's the reason they're so creepy. Like, if you're six feet down in a casket, like, you have to get out of all that, like, all that dirt. But, I mean, if you're just, like, chilling out on top of the... All you have to do is, like, open your coffin and, like, bam, body. It's true. So, zombie. let's talk about what zombies look like.
1: Oh, what do they look like? Do they have their hair done? Makeup, dude?
0: Yeah. Exactly. Like, like the, Lizzo? Like the TV... Te- fuck Lizzo. Um, Like the TV show Eye Zombie. And she's like oh. that blonde girl.
1: Oh, the blonde girl, yeah.
0: Okay, anyways, no. Zombies were said to have, like... Their skin would be grayed um, and really, really tight across their bones so they look, like, very gaunt and, like... Like, they're, like... Dead. (laughs)
1: But what if you reanimated a fat person?
0: I think they still would be a little like like eh. Maybe. I don't think any of these people would be fat because they were all slaves and they were working really hard Uh, in the fields.
1: Yeah, that's
0: probably why. They're probably all like they probably have to the bone. They probably have like twelve packs of abs. Twelve packs? Twelve packs. Yeah, a whole keg. Um it's like on Riverdale. I'd "I'd recognize those abs anywhere. I'd recognize Archie Andrews. This is the most ridiculous show. But anyways, <clears throat> so they would also have, like, a stare that's fixed but expressionless at the same time. They were slow, uncoor- uncoordinated. Coordinated. <laughs> <laughs> uncoordinated and walked with an unsteady gait. Oh, so, like, limping. Yeah, like like the traditional, like, oh, mm-hmm. brains. Brains. Mm-hmm. Um, They were able to speak. But only basic words or phrases and it is slurred, so brains. I mean that's that sounds on point.
1: Cocaine.
0: Um <laughs> uh, where were we at? Okay. So they were also able to hear, but because like they needed to be able to hear like what their commands were. Um but they lacked free will and their comprehension is just limited, so they're basically like automatons. Okay. So, that is very, like, much like what you think about whenever you're thinking about, like, the old horror movies with, like, brains, I want to eat your brains. And they, like, slowly, like, walk towards you. But, like, somehow they always catch people who can walk fast. And That's because they're...
1: They're... it's a different zombie. You can't tell the difference. Cause you you're... can't tell the difference? Because you're racist. <laughs>
0: I'm racist against zombies. Yeah,
1: because they're all black people.
0: No! Not in the, Not in the whitewashed... Like, Night of the Living Dead movies. Well, not in those,
1: but, like, the, the Haitian zombies, most of them are black people. That's true. African. They could come from other other countries that exported slaves.
0: It could have, but, yeah. I mean, it, Haitians are usually very, very, very dark people. Yeah. Because um, they're directly from Africa.
1: Uh, yes.
0: So, um, you know but i know i mean i mean the the ones that are in like the uh, night of the living dead like they're very stereotypical like slow ugh, limping but then somehow they always catch up to the people who can have the full ability to run and fight off these things anyways uh that's why another reason why i hate zombies is cuz it doesn't make <laughs> any sense um they were said to have exaggerated strength again that's something that you know we see in common day and they have no response to physical symptoms such as pain or exhaustion. Oh. So, I mean, literally, perfect. like, they are the perfect slave because yep. like they don't they're not gonna fight back. They're very do strong. Whatever you say. Yeah, and they so. Um Haitian zombies were not aggressive unless commanded to by the Bokor. Okay. Um they were doomed to forever serve their masters typically, which kind of makes me think of like Igor actually, like Igor. <laughs> yeah. Um, rather than Frankenstein's monster. Um, okay, so, if a zombie astral is broken, so like I said, like the green tube from Anastasia, or if the bokor dies, they will regain some free will and be able to rejoin their family, but they're still like a little zombie. Yeah. Um, feeding a zombie salt can reverse some of the traits, um, especially if the bokor himself gives him salt. Or hurt. Yeah, salt. Um... Or, and this is really weird, if the zombie sees the ocean. This is an island. Yeah. Like, hmm. I know that, like, not every part on Haiti, like, is next to a beach. But, like, if they see the ocean.
1: Yeah, that's that's a little... It's hmm. a little weird to me. I'm just gonna break break the spell.
0: Um, They can also be free through divine intervention. Um and the only way to th- that's the only way they can return to like how they were before death like without any weird symptoms um to the voodoo god called le grand maitre okay i know for sure that this is a french word and i don't know how to pronounce it m- what do you think m a i t r e
1: maitre maitre
0: sure i again i'm sorry french Speakers. <laughs> um, zombies were seen as victims, and people were not really afraid of the zombies. They were afraid of being turned into zombies. Oh. So no. they didn't try to eat people's brains. They weren't the bad guys. The bad guys were the voodoo priests who were turning people into fucking zombies.
1: The Pokemon Masters.
0: The Pokemon Masters were the bad guys. Exactly. Um, from 1957. So we're in the 19... 19- 57 to 1984, five years before I was born. Okay, um, the Tonton ton Mokut, which is a secret police like officer thing, um, during the Duvalet regime, I'm trying really hard to do this French, um, said they employed Bocors to extinguish re- resistance of those who were still superstitious. Hmm. So, like, literally. Thirty five years ago they were like, Wanna be a zombie? You better listen to us. Yeah. What they
1: do with the people that were regular stitious?
0: <laughs> I guess nothing.
1: Oh. So uh, just the
0: superstitious people? mm mm-hmm, Just the superstitious. Oh, not the regular stishes. Superstitious. Yep. Um, Haitian zombies so okay, this is when we start getting into like research. Are you ready for this? I'm ready for it. Um, they were first studied by, in 1937 by Zora Neale Hurston. Um, she researched a um a Haitian woman named Felicia Felix Mentor. Bye, Bye Felicia. Felicia. Jinx! Jinx! <gasps> jinx. jinx. <gasps> Double jinx. jinx! Damn it! It was so close. <laughs> that was fun. Yeah. Yeah. I win. Um. Yeah. Whatever. Felicia was said to have died in 1907 and returned as a zombie 20 years later. So when she returned, she was unresponsive, uncoord- I, again with the coordinated. Uncoordinated. My reading is uncoordinated today. Yep. And um, mentally limited. Mm. Um, Hurston, the, um, the researcher, she brought evidence that this was uh, poison or drugs used on Felicia instead of voodoo magic. Ooh. People didn't like that. Nah. Well, then, in 1982, an anthropologist, an ethnobotanist... How do you get into that field?
1: Dude, you're the only one in the field. You're an expert on And he's from
0: Harvard. Mm. So this bro went to Harvard to become an ethnobotanist. But, I mean, he is... I mean, I've heard of the thing that's coming up. Um, he invested the case of... Clavius. Narciss. Narcissi? Narciss. Narciss. Um, Clarvius was reported to have been turned by his brothers into a zombie for punishment for not selling his land, and he was forced into slave labor. Hmm. He worked on the plantation until his bokor died, and he spent 16 years wandering around um, the wilderness like a zombie. Like a zombie. Like a zombie in a zombie-like okay. manner. Well, zombie-like manner. Sixteen years around the island. Sixteen years. And he didn't die. No, that's like the. I mean, that's one of the weird parts. Well, like yeah, he just. But like... What did he do? Hmm. So apparently he became lucid enough, and he found his sister. Um and they like didn't believe it was him at first because it's been sixteen years in the forest. Yeah. Um and he, to tell her that he, died and was buried, and then he was he had risen from the grave and then he was put to work huh. um now doctors had declared him dead and it was officially documented that he was dead yeah um you know before this whole thing happened so davis the ethnobotanist spoke to local people and he started getting like really frustrated because they only talked about like the voodoo powers doing this but he's like there has to be something else yeah like, people all over the other... Like, no other parts of the world are people just zombies. Yeah. I mean, even if there are, like, it's not nearly as much as Haiti, where, you know, this it's not a huge island, and there's all these fucking zombies. Mm. So he's like, it has to be something. And again, being an ethnobotanist, he's like, I bet you I can find it. So he then found out that the bokors used... Um, powders which were made from plants and animal parts and their rituals. And um some of the pharmacolo- pharma- pharma- pharma-
1: <laughs> pharmacological.
0: Pharmacological. What I don't know why I can't read today. Um effects appear to be zombification. So he kind of um likened it to how pufferfish you yeah. know, venom does. Um he studied, I guess like the Japanese culture and how like some people um Basically, like, appear to die there, but they're not dead. Um, because no. you have to have the like, certain amounts
1: get real high of tiger, off tiger fur, <laughs> tiger,
0: fur. yeah, tiger blood. blood, or tiger blood. You're gonna be Charlie Sheen.
1: Yeah, I'm is Charlie
0: Sheen alive? I don't know. Did he die? Might have, I don't know. I don't, maybe not. He's dead to me. <laughs> he just like went really crazy and then just disappeared. Yeah. I don't think he died.
1: You want Britney Spears crazy?
0: Oh, Leave Britney, Britney alone. alone. Jigs. <laughs> Jesus, what is with us today? Oh, my gosh. Oh, my goodness. Get out of my head, Jason. I'll be in your head all I want. Jason, you're in my head. No. Oh, my gosh. Sophie is just staring at us like, what the hell is happening? Hi, baby girl. Hi. I'm not giving you knocky Um... <laughs> okay so back to the story they um so he found these the powders in those um like jars i guess and that i talked about and the powders contained a strong neurotoxin which was administered through either food on the skin like a paste or even through like dust oh man um this would create paralysis which appears to be like like death basically um it reduced breathing and then the heartbeat like was almost like you couldn't hear it at all yes yeah, low um imperceptible and a very low body temperature mm,
1: so it mimics
0: death yes um the drug would eventually wear off and i guess at this point they had already been buried you know in their tomb and then the bokors would give them a drug made from the jimson jimson's weed um which is quotation marked the zombie cucumber. <laughs> oh,
1: give them that zombie cucumber. Hey, you wanna get some zombie cucumber?
0: <laughs> and this stuff was meant to like keep the victims in like a trance like state. So oh. like the one basically like made them seem like they were dead, and then this one basically controlled them. Yeah. I mean let's just say that these voodoo priest would have been really good pharmacologists. yeah <laughs> because and we'll get a li- we'll get a little into like what his problem or i no no we won't never mind i got that part out <laughs> <laughs> um but basically people were like listen bro like he the they can't necessarily be doing this because every person is going to need a different dose of these neurotoxins or also kill them Or it won't work strong enough. Yeah. So, like, basically, every single shaman, voodoo priest, bokor, whatever, um, needed to know an exact amount. Yeah. And they were like, that just seems not to be plausible, you know, because they're doing this, like, secretly. But at the same time, like, if they knew all these things could affect them, they could probably adjust it based on body weight. You know, like, hey, like, this worked on the guy who was 200... and. 10 pounds and oh, this guy you know is like they can use proportions i mean that's how lots of people that's how medicine has happened well, and
1: they're they're probably similar body types
0: yeah they're probably all very
1: you know either big medium or small you have like three different sizes yeah and
0: or... they're all going to be pretty muscular they're all going to be yeah, from working in the fields or right. whatever yeah so. so i mean i don't think that part's that crazy um but So he wrote, the first book he wrote was called The Serpent and the Rainbow. The Serpent and the Rainbow. Which I've heard about, but it became a horror film. Which, I don't watch horror films, so I will never see this. But it does sound (sighs) interesting. And then, um, so he came under fire, and that's basically what other people were saying, was like, oh, how is this possible? Like, you're just grasping at straws. Um, And it's really hard, because I feel like, There's the voodoo community that's like, this is definitely voodoo. And then there's, like, the pharmacology department that's like, yes, but how are they doing this so accurately? And then there's this guy in the middle like, listen, I just came up with a theory. Y'all can figure out the dosages and how they're doing this shit, but, like, I cracked the code. Oh, man. And then, um, so he wrote a second book called... Uh Passage of Darkness, The Ethnobiology of the Haitian Zombie. Me. So that's pretty cool. I mean this guy seems I mean, like I said, he was from Harvard. He's a very intelligent man. I mean I think he got as far as they're gonna get with it. Um without like the Bocors like downright saying like, yeah, I drug the dudes. Yeah. Um so just some little fun facts here. Cases are so prevalent in Haiti that there are a million as 1,000 new zombie claims each year.
1: 1,000? I know. I read that
0: and I was like, "Mm, really? But I don't have anywhere to disprove that that's not true. So according to this website, up to 1,000 new zombie claims a year. Yeah. And then um, zombification is actually a crime under the Haitian Penal Code. Oh. Um, Article 246. 246. And it is on par with murder in, in the law.
1: Yeah, desecration of a corpse, basically.
0: Yeah, but I mean, like, since the person was alive and then you kill them and make them into a corp or into a, a zombie, like, I guess you can get charged the same or similar as murder. Yeah, it's
1: attempted murder, at least, right?
0: Yeah. So, like I said, that was The Mysterious Universe um, by Brent Swanser. Um, just a couple of little things. Um, from this other source, which was The Tragic Forgotten History of Zombies by Mike Mariani uh, with The Atlantic. Um, it's like The Atlantic website. Um, so this one, it's a really interesting read. I didn't want to go over everything because it was a very, um, it wasn't like a step-by-step of what happened with the zombies, but it talked about how they were basically symbolism for the African slaves. Yeah. And how like, people just saw, um, these, like, these slaves as mindless drones to just do their bidding.
1: Yeah, so it's a...
0: Um, you know, and it's... It, so, they said that Haitian slaves believed dying would release them back to Africa, where they could be free, and suicide would trap them on the plantations for eternity as a soulless zombie. So that part was left out of the other one, like, if they commit suicide, they become a zombie. Okay. Um... So that kind of sounded a little bit different um, than the one before, but that could also be one, like, if you commit suicide, you become a zombie. If a bokor steals your soul before you're dead, or, you know, they can lure you into this different way. So basically, suicide or murder, like, there's a good chance that you're going to become a zombie. Yeah. Um, But it's a really good read, uh, basically, because they said that um, they they talked a lot about how it's a very um symbolic representation of basically the slaves just being you know seen as
1: mindless drones yeah
0: mindless drones Mm -hmm. like subhuman workhorses to do like the french inhabitants like bidding and i think i mean it was like i said it was it's hard to to write down but if you do want to look it up like i said it's um the tragic forgotten history of zombies and it was a good read i mean it really i was kind of was upset about it you were surprised how much you liked it yes yeah yes and i mean the zombie thing um i don't like the idea of you know them trying to hunt down humans because of a weird pandemic virus oh (laughs) just because it it, logically doesn't make sense to me but it does make sense to me that there would be people who are Poisoning in order to get people to do their bidding. Yeah. So that's much more plausible to me. Though, I will say The Walking Dead did a decent job with, like, the CDC trying to to explain, like, what's happening in their brains and how, like, these people become zombies. And once they die, like, that part of their brain takes over. And I thought that was interesting. But I just, I tried to like that show so much and I just...
1: It just didn't happen. It just didn't happen.
0: Sometimes you don't find magic. I know, and I, I do give shows the time of day. Like I will watch like four or five seasons before I just completely give up on a show. No, you, no, you
1: won't. Yes, I, so know, I will. You.
0: No, not not my shows. Well, some of them. You won't watch my shows. Your shows, I, I yeah, no, some of them. Oh. Um. But. What are your thoughts on zombies?
1: Uh, I think it's probably real. I think uh, the drugging is probably the way to, way to go. It's kind of like Romeo and at. <laughs> you know. I
0: was drinking water. <laughs> I know,
1: yeah. I, I've been trying to make people spit out fluids today.
0: Oh, Jason. <laughs> I meant
1: like soda and like water. Excuse me? That's my goal. Excuse me? What?
0: Step back. What did you say? what do you try to get them to spit out fluids next
1: water and soda and stuff
0: we don't say soda in this household yes we do we say pop we say soda no we do not i say soda when i want to say soda you have never
1: said soda i i can say soda don't you don't you dare it's soda pop it's pop it's soda pop we are from pittsburgh it's both it is pop it's a coke we can agree that it's not a Coke. It's not a Coke. Everything's a Coke. It is
0: a um Fizzy Beverage. A
1: fizzy beverage. Okay.
0: But fizzy it's Fizzy lifting drink. But you have literally said pop the entire time I've known you and then today you pull out soda. Yeah. It depends. Pandering. I, I switch it up. Pandering to the audience.
1: Yeah, our huge audience. I <laughs> pandered to them.
0: Yeah, and they're mostly all in Pittsburgh. <laughs> Where they say pop. Yeah. What do you want to talk about, so then You're pandering. Um, pandering we could talk pandemics? about
1: pandas.
0: What about pandas?
1: They're pandering. During the pandemic. Yeah, during the pandemic. So, when the pandas crossed the border in 1910, there was a pandemic, okay, in Mongolia. Your
0: ass.
1: Mongolia crossed over into China, and there was a big pandemic in China. In
0: 1910. And that's,
1: yeah, that's how it started, okay? pandemic so the Chinese made it their goal to wipe out the pandas to extinction but then every other country stepped in and like whoa these majestic fighting beings need to be put in zoos and repopulate them oh my god so there was a pandemic they were like almost to the brink of <sighs> extinction and then there was a pandemic on the pandas
0: I mean yes they were almost to the brink of extinction but nothing else you said was true what what I tell it like it is. (laughs) What else do you want to talk about?
1: Um, So, I think we should talk about your top five rom-coms of all time.
0: Oh. uh, Because you started
1: with the opening, okay, and then you got to finish with the closer.
0: Okay. (sighs) Rom-coms. I mean, there's a lot of rom-drums that I like, but we'll do rom-coms today.
1: Yeah, I want to laugh. I want to laugh, ha-ha. Mm. And then you gotta tell me who the lead actor is, because I don't care about the actress, because you know it's just generic.
0: Oh well, okay. Insert so
1: generic hottie here. My
0: favorite one is Better Off Dead. Okay. Which is John Cusack? Yeah. I don't know what the girl's name exactly. is. Exactly. She is a French girl.
1: <laughs> I know that is sexist, but I'm gonna say it.
0: You're an asshole. I am. Um. Okay. So what else do I really like? Um. Rom com. Rom com. Rom com. I love rom coms. I'm trying to think of my favorite ones.
1: You love anything with Ryan Reynolds?
0: Oh my god, I love Ryan Reynolds.
1: Exactly, but who who is he with? You don't know.
0: Well, I mean, definitely maybe, but it's not one of my favorites. Um, oh fuck! Oh, I love the Wedding Singer.
1: Yeah, why do you love it?
0: Adam Sandler, Andrew Barrymore.
1: Okay, yeah, she's she's actually one of the famous ones.
0: Yeah, um, I love that one, and I mean, one of our wedding songs was from that movie yeah Which when we song? cut our cake i want to grow old with you yeah yeah okay it's cute it is cute but um it's, it's, yeah, what else what else what else what else i like a lot of rom drums, so i'm trying to think of the rom-coms um do you think love actually would be a rom-com or a rom-drum sure it's a colony is it really a comedy it's not really a comedy
1: anything that makes you chuckle at least more than five times is a comedy
0: Mm, that's my rule
1: I'm gonna put it under drama I'm gonna put love Actually under drama so you only laugh like three times
0: no I mean it's just there's a lot more serious moments than like funny moments Hmm. I I do like he's just not that into you though
1: oh yeah because that's the story of your life
0: yeah and that has very famous female actresses in it oh yeah like Jennifer Aniston yeah yeah it's true and Jennifer Conley. And Jennifer Goodwin. Is. I don't know. There's a is. lot of fucking Jennifers. I don't know. Drew Barrymore's in that one, too. Oh, well, I know her. Hey, Drew Barrymore. Hey, Drew Barry. Apparently, I really like your movies. Hey, Barry. <laughs> okay, so that's three. Oh my gosh, why is this so hard? Um,
1: Romeo and Juliet.
0: That's not a comedy.
1: Yeah, it is, technically
0: no it's a drama yeah. bro oh my gosh i can like i know that i love so many and i'm only thinking of all the dramatic ones instead of the funny ones. All right, ones. you can finish
1: off with your top two of dramas
0: oh well cruel intentions okay and what should i go for hmm. <laughs> just need one more come on well i'm thinking maybe the notebook
1: okay you sappy teenager, you.
0: Well, okay. So you're not going to do rom coms. I no. know you're not going to. No, rom-coms. I'm not going to do rom
1: coms. I don't even know a single one. Yes, you do. I mean, I know ones. I've I've been forced to watch them. I couldn't tell you titles, <laughs> other than the ones you just said.
0: <laughs> There's like so many cute ones, but I don't know if I'd consider them like my favorite. You want know like, my favorite? Fifty first is? dates is adorable, oh. and that is not a rom com. <laughs> it's romantic though. Okay, well, let's go on the manly side of things. All right, yeah. What are your favorite five action movies? Uh,
1: Fast to the Furious one, Fast and the Furious two, <laughs> Fast to the Furious three, four, and five.
0: Dad, what are you doing here? Oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> um, uh,
1: my favorite action movies. Uh, I like The Punisher. What? Yeah. Okay. I like The Punisher. Not in any order. I like big butts that I cannot lie. <laughs> um, I like—I don't know. I see it's like, hard. Action whenever. movies aren't aren't really like memorable for me. They're just good for in the moment type of stuff. I remember like Crank, where like he gets on Crank and then he like goes home and he's like he has to stay high the entire time or else his heart stops beating or something like that so he goes home finds his girlfriend or whatever
0: and they fuck hardcore
1: (laughs) yeah and they just keep banging at a bus full of Asians like just rolls by they're like oh
0: (laughs) um I feel like if you do like crank and speed and (laughs) like those ones like they're just so like over the top
1: they are over the top memento memento so I like I like things that make you think except for the action movies that don't. So action movies, I like the ones that don't. So I like my brain on or off, not in between.
0: I feel the same way. If
1: it's middling then uh then it doesn't it doesn't appeal to me. Okay, at so
0: all. besides the Punisher.
1: Okay. Crank. Crank. Uh I like Hitman.
0: Hitman. Yeah. You just really like Jason Statham. I do. <laughs> He's hot. He
1: has my same name.
0: He he does. Do you like um like the Born Identities or anything? Eh,
1: one of them, yeah. I couldn't tell you which one, but they're the they're, the other ones weren't so good.
0: What about? But you um, have to the, watch
1: the one to get to the good one.
0: I'm trying to think of what other. So it's obviously movies. not the
1: first or the last one. So I guess it would be number two.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't Born Ultimatum, Born Born Supremacy, the Born Identity. I there's I not know too many.
1: I like Tokyo Drift.
0: Oh, so you are so I do like one Furious. one Fast and
1: the Furious movie. <laughs> Tokyo Drift is good, and I do like uh, I don't know. That's it. That's my action movies. You okay. picked the shitty category.
0: Congratulations. Well, I'm sorry. That's okay. It's okay. Well, next time, like, we got to get out of the favorites zone, I think. Okay. Because we're I'll running, pick, we're running out of favorites. Something. I know, and I'll
1: talk about something else. <laughs> well, they've only known us for ten weeks. That's true. Ten episodes. Ten episodes. Holy crap. We made it to double digits. Oh,
0: double digits. Double digits. Well, I hope... I. Um, well, so I did this week for amanda you know because of her recent engagement and her birthday is on friday friday um next week is my sister's birthday so we're gonna do some egyptian mythology next week oh yeah tune in next week for
1: egyptian mythology
0: yeah i don't know what story
1: yet yeah we'll see yeah um obviously i don't know them before we go in so
0: yeah, very rarely do you to know anything that I'm talking about. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but um, I tried to stay a little bit away from just, like, real-life murder, just because everybody's trapped in their house right now, and last week was super heavy.
1: Yes, it was. It was quite heavy.
0: And I couldn't do any jokes. Jason was pretty depressed after that Derpst. story. So, we're, um, I figured zombies, I mean, it's still kind of a depressing story, and I'm sure... But Egyptian mythology, I mean, it's just mythology. So. Yeah, that's
1: true. It could be happy, happy George. Joy, joy. Yeah,
0: Christina's birthday is on Monday. No, wait, two Tuesday. I don't know. I can't you better remember. get it right. I'll have to look at. I know her the date. I just don't know what day of the week it is. Um, anything else, Jace?
1: Nope. I think we're good for this week.
0: Okay. Well, if nice. you guys are in quarantine, um, don't go crazy. If you're not in quarantine, be safe. Wash your hands yeah i will um socially distance yourself i I want to socially distance from you too fucking bad oh okay okay uh you guys can find us on all the places we've mentioned before but uh the pretty crazy podcast everywhere else yeah pretty crazy podcast okay bye bye